in Psalms 27, verse 13, there's a, this is just stuck with me. And it's, it's David just writing a song to, to God. says in this verse, it's, he says, I would have lost heart unless I had believed. And belief can do so much, can't it? With, without faith, I don't know how people make it. Without hope, without faith. He said, I, I would have lost heart. I would have given up. That's what he's really saying. I would have just called it quits. I wouldn't have made it. I, I, and when you look at David's life, you, you, you think, man, there's so many times I don't know what brought him through it. I mean, the, the times alone is when the king's hunting you down to kill you and you're running for your life, that, that would be a time to, I'm ready to just quit. When, like like last week, your, your own men who've been following you, who are loyal to you, decide they're ready to stone you, to kill you too, that would be a moment of, I'm, I'm ready to quit. David, David says, I would have lost heart. I would have quit. I would have given up a long time ago if I didn't believe. But watch what he believes. This is, this is the, the key. Unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In other words, I would have lost heart if unless I'd believe this one thing, that I would still see the goodness of God while I'm still alive. Not in this, this magical, or, you know, I mean, this, this in the sweet by and by, which we're all looking forward to. But, but David said, I would have quit if I didn't realize and believe that God was still blessing me now. And that stuck with me, that God's not done blessing you. Amen? He's, he's not done blessing you. He, he's just getting started. It's not later. It's not that my best days are behind me. It's not that God has blessed me. It's God is blessing me. He's continuing to bless me. He will always bless me. He's not done blessing you. I didn't realize when I preached that two weeks ago that we would go into a series, but but you know, now that this is the third sermon, it's officially a series. And we're gonna stay with this. This thought of just blessed. Because I believe someone needs to hear that. God's not done blessing you, amen. In fact, tell your neighbor that. They need to hear that. Tell, tell them, balcony, you don't get to get left out on this. You tell them too. I know you're up there thinking you're just spectating. No, uh-uh, it's participation time. 
tell them, person next to you. You don't have to hug them. Just, just tell them. You can stay six feet apart. God's not done blessing you. Some of you just look like you're just waiting for somebody else to tell you that. Maybe if you share that with someone else, First Chronicles. And this is where I'm really going to be preaching today. I know some of you thought I've already started, so you sit down. We know who you are, and we're, we're judging you right now. We still see you. I know it's a little dark, but we're squinting to make out who you are. First Chronicles chapter 4 and it's hard to preach about blessing and not stop with this guy it says in verse 9 now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bore him in pain Jabez called on the Lord God of Israel saying oh that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain and I love how the verse ends so God granted him what he requested. So God granted him what he requested. And today I, I want to, because I, I want to really focus, there's an area that says she named him Jabez because she said, I bore him in pain. I preach to you with just the thought that pain is not my end. I'm still blessed. Pain is not my end. Amen. You can you can be seated and join the others who have already. And now the lights are on. I don't have to squint to see you. If you do your Bible reading plan, how many's how many's ever done that? Where you've read the Bible through, you want to do it in a year. I'm going to read it through. How many? You don't have to be ashamed of it. In fact, some be proud of. In fact, I would raise my hand right then, just 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 to. Say I did, even if I, because I, I want, no, I'm playing, don't, don't lie. I intend to. If you get, if you've done this, 
how many how many's really read it all the way when you get to first chronicles because because I, I I'm a preacher and the first 9 chapters of first chronicles is tough reading because it is full of Ezra is is writing uh, and and it's first chronicles because he's given the chrono chron, chrono yeah thank you chronological I was going to get there it was painful but I was going to I was going to spit it out one way or another it was hurting coming out of my mouth my brain was about to explode trying to get that word through but Ezra is writing the chronological history of Israel. Uh, hence the name, First Chronicles. It, it, and in the first nine chapters, he's just giving the this one from this tribe. And he's given the, the tribes of Israel. And, and, and this one begat this one, begat this one, begat this one, begat this one. And then uh, there's from this tribe this one begat this one in other words this one had this child in case y'all didn't know what the begats were this was this person had a son named this who had a son named this and they had these many kids and he's in the middle of this giving this order of it all of the children of Israel the nation now of Israel and he stops for just a little bit we don't know much about Jabez but here he is in the middle of listing all the names of the nations and how it it became this nation of Israel and he gets to Jabez and he says I gotta stop right here for a little bit I know I've been going through the list of this one begat that one and that one, but y'all need to tell you something about Jabez. This guy was honorable. More honorable than his brothers. And he begins to share a little bit, a little bit, a story. He, he's pretty much saying, uh, he's saying this, this guy, against all odds, he still, he made something of himself. This guy, this guy, we need to stop and write a little bit about him. This guy's special. He, he stops in the middle of listing the history of the tree, the family tree, and he stops and says, this one made a difference. I like that. I, I want to I be like that. I want to be, I want to be the guy that when they're listing up my future, my the, the family tree in my family, I want them to be able to stop and say, say as they're going through that, that, that Greg, now, now that guy made a difference. The, the generations to come, the future was better because of this guy. He, 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 he did something. God used him. He was blessed. He, he did something, and because of him, everything else changed. The family tree changed because of this one. That's what Ezra's doing. He's writing uh, this history. He gets to Jabez and he says, something's different. The family tree changed with this guy. 
think in, in my family, and, and yours might be like this, but, but I think there's, there was something uh, that drastically changed in our family tree uh, a couple of generations ago. When, when my grandmother became a called and got a hold of God and God saved her and changed her and called her to preach and she became a pastor, something changed in a family that didn't have any pastors within, in a family that really didn't serve God, all of a sudden something changed and now you have a next generation there was pastors the next generation now there's pastors there's another generation coming up I'm believing uh, that's going to have some pastors in uh, because something changed at that moment and when the when it looked back at the family tree you've almost got to stop and say there was a significant difference at this point I want that in my life you, you see that that should be our goal I don't care what your family tree was before. I don't care what your odds are stacked up against you. You could be the one that makes the difference, like a Jabez. I, I love this quote by, by Dr. Dr. Wendell Smith. He's a pastor, founding pastor at, at Church of uh, City Church in Seattle, Washington. He's passed away, but but he, he made a quote that, man, is is become my new favorite quote. Do you get those sometimes that you just stick to? A favorite quote? I'm the only one. Okay. Y'all might want to try it. It's pretty mean. But here's, here's what he said. He said, speaking of how God answers prayers, he said, it may not happen in your lifetime, but it will happen in your lifeline. Do you get that? Oh, I love that. It may not happen in your lifetime, but it will happen in your lifeline. In other words, in other words, and I believe this, God's put things in my heart that I'm praying for, that I'm believing for, that I may not ever see, but my kids or my grandkids will see it come to pass. Because it will happen uh, if he's placed it in me. It will happen. It might not be in my lifetime, uh, but it will be in my lifeline. It's generational. And when God does things, he does things generationally. Remember, he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because he does things generationally. So Jabez, and, and Ezra just stops here at Jabez for a little bit. And he gives a little something in these two verses. And I, I just want to share with you of, of how to break out of maybe the expected norm. You might be first generation Christian. It might be all new, and, and if you're going to make that happen in your life, in your lifeline, there's something in order to break out of that expected norm of what the world has expected of you. There's something that, 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 that I see here that I just want to share with you that Jabez did. And, and number one is, is this, choose your name. If you're taking notes, this is a great time to take notes. 
if, if you're not, it's still a good time to take notes. Choose your name. If you want the blessings of God on your life, choose your name. Here, here's what I mean by this, because here's what, what, what jumped out at me. God said of Jabez, he's honorable. His mom said he's painful. Right? Two things. Two different, two different things. God said he's honorable. His mom said he's painful. And in fact, the name Jabez means, means, literally it means this, he will cause pain. That is what Jabez means. He will cause pain. God said he's honorable. His mom said, no, he, he will cause pain. And, and you've got to decide what name you're going to go by. Because I promise you in your lifetime uh, that what God is calling you is different than what others around you are calling you. Come on. No, it's, it's a, I, I, know, I know we're spread out, but we can still amen. I promise you what God is speaking over your life is different than what others around you are speaking over your life. What God is calling you is different than what others are naming you. And you've got to have point, you've got to decide, am I going to live by what God is calling me or am I going to live by what others are calling me? Because Jabez is at a point that God is referring to him and he's saying he's an honorable man. But at the same time, his mother's saying, no, he's a painful man. And you've got to decide, which destiny am I going to live by? Am I going to be what God has called me to be or am I going to be what everybody else is expecting me to be uh, and saying over me uh, and you've got to learn to choose your name because the name that his mother gave him is significant if you know anything about Bible times uh, names meant something it's not like today that it's just, I like the sound of that. Or I want something unique you've never heard of. It was or like I've, I've used it with Ladasha, the L-A. That was, that was the most amazing, weird name I've ever. It, it was spelled L-A-A. Hyphen A Ladasha. Ladasha. <laughs> What's the meaning of that? My parents were dumb. That's the meaning of that. <laughs> it's not like uh, today, it's just, well, I like the name. No, in Bible days, when they gave the name, it had such meaning to it. And they were actually, when they named their kids, they were prophesying over their kids. It was prophetic. 
his mom had him in pain, birthed him in pain, and prophetically spoke over him, he will cause pain. Do you realize what she did? She cursed her son at that moment. I'm just giving you a little bit about Jabez here. This woman, this woman, we don't know her name. We know her son's name. And when she named him, she was speaking a curse over his life. That now for the rest of him, it should follow. Because prophetically, as she's speaking this over him, she's saying everywhere he goes, he will cause pain. He's painful. He's He's painful. I want you to catch this. I want want you you to get this more than more than anything. Get this. She named his future based off her past. And I want you to get that because if you're not careful, you will allow a lot of people in your life who will try and name your future based off their past experiences. I'm, I'm going to have to come down because I don't know if you're getting me up there. Is it okay if I come down? I, I've, I've got to ask. Is it okay if I come down? I forget. There's that front row. I'll stick a hand up and you can follow me along. That front row can't see. If you're not careful, you will allow people to name you off of their past experiences in their life. In other words, they will try and speak over your future off of their past results. So they'll say things like, like, you can't, you can't do that. No, no, you, you, you'll, you'll never be able to get out of debt. It's just the family trait. You'll you'll never be able to do that. I've seen it in the in the line. Your your parents couldn't, your grandparents, you you'll never you'll you'll never be able to fulfill that. You'll never be anything. You yeah, you're not college material. You come from the wrong line. It's just nobody goes to college in your family. You can't and, and, and they're, they're, they'll name your future off of their past experiences. You'll never be anything. Why don't, why don't you just settle for this? You know, you're, you're dreaming a little too big there. Why don't you just do this instead? And I've watched as, as we allow others to name us something. Speak over our future, our destiny, based off of their past experiences. And, 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 and I get it sometimes why people do that, because in their, in their mindset, in their mindset, when they're, when they're saying that, it's not that, that they're being mean. It's not that they, 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 they actually think they're protecting you 
from getting your hopes up because they don't want to see your hopes fall and crash like theirs did. Uh, so, so they'll say those things love, so that you don't get too high and get your hopes up, but, but they're naming you off of your, their past experiences. And when God calls you, and when you come to Christ and you're a new person, and you get a new name, do do you realize that happens? When you come to Christ, we are a new creation. We get a new name with that. No longer am I, I'm not, in other words, I'm not named off my past mistakes, off my past destiny, off my past. I get a new name in him, and, and, and now, now I get to decide which one am I going to live by. Am I going to follow what this is? In other words, in other words you might have come to Christ, and you were, an, you were an alcoholic, and people just label you with that. Once an addict, always an addict. You'll never be able to get. Uh, I know you've been clean for a while, but you'll always, you know, you'll never really get over that. No, no, I've got a new name. I, I don't don't label me from my your past experiences. Uh, I've got something different, and you've got to learn to you choose. Uh, am I going to live by what they're saying, or am I going to live by what God's saying? Uh, and Jabez had to choose this at this moment because his mom was calling him painful, but God was calling him honorable. And you've Jabez, you've got to decide what are you going to live by. Are you going to live your life in an honorable way, like God is? said, uh, or are you going to live your life as your mother has said, as the generations before you have said, uh, that all you're going to be is trouble for everybody else and hurt everybody else, and you've got to learn to choose your name. I'm not going to live my life based off someone else's experience. I'm going to live my life based off of what God has called. So, so you've got you've to choose Choose your name. Another, if you're, you're taking notes, you can follow. Choose your blessing. Don't, don't just choose your name, but, but choose your blessing because, because Jabez prayed. And look at what he prayed. He said, God, that you would bless me indeed. That you would, that you would bless me. That, that you would bless me. And I know when you talk about blessing in a church, sometimes it gets frowned upon because I've seen Christians count it sometimes as a badge of honor at how, how they can live their life way away from any blessings. In other words, you can't have money, you can't have stuff, you can't have... God doesn't want, and we almost wear a badge of honor about how little we are blessed and still serve him. But he said, God, if you would, if you would bless me, and, and we almost think it's selfish to pray that to God, to bless him. But Jabez does this. Jabez prayed just that God that you would bless me and and this was a time that you didn't pray that the belief was that you are to bless God but the thought of God 
blessing you because blessing, uh, if you look at the word blessing, the Hebrew word, uh, it, it's, it's Barack, not Obama, just, um, just Barack. Pronounced the same, not spelt the same. It's okay. Barack. And the meaning of Barak that's translated as bless, the meaning of this word means to kneel, to bless. To, to kneel, to bless. So what, what, what it's meaning here, in, its, in just, just the words form, Barak, it is to kneel down, and get face to face, eye to eye, down on the same level and bless. This would be how a father in the Old Testament would bless their sons. It wasn't a, I bless you. It's, it's down at their level it's Caitlin can, can please come here you ready yep it wasn't this it's here come up here they can't see up there I, I forget you get to come up on Caleb will bless him okay right. it's not this it's you get to stay standing it's this and it's now, now we're, you, you've grown a little bit. I need to get your sister. It's eye to eye. And, and remember, in, in stay, stay up a little bit. Remember in Genesis when, when Jacob was stealing the blessing of Esau? And Isaac's older because they knew this was the the level of the blessing where it came to remember that that their Jacob's mom killed a goat and put the skin of the goat on his hands and on the back of his neck because because when the blessing would happen it wasn't that it was this the hands they would they would he would, they, she knew that Isaac would grab his hand to get him close, but when the blessing would come, he would get down at a level, he would put his hand, his hand right at the back of his neck, and it's close, so close it's uncomfortable, isn't it? <laughs> and he would speak this blessing over his son. That's, so that's literally the Barak, the kneel to bless. What Jabez is praying right now to God, he's saying, God, I can't go up to where you are, but I'm asking you to come down to where I am. Will you get down to my level and bless me? Will you speak to me face to face, eye to eye? And cover me with your blessing. 
would you just, would you just, I know my life, I can't be where you're at, but I would love for you to come down to me, to my place, where I'm at at this moment, because God, I'm painful. God, I've I've done things in my past I regret, and I'm tired of it. And I need you, God, to come down to where I am, and would you just bless me? Because I don't want to be this way I used to be before. I want to be this new man that you're calling me to be. So, God, would you come down to my level and speak this blessing over my life? Because I, my mother has cursed me. My mother has spoken against Against me, but I know that if you bless me, I believe that your blessing is greater than any curse. So, God, will you come down and bless me? And God said, paraphrase, I would love to, I want to, I'll do it. I would love to come down at your level and bless you. And, and to go back to the name, did you catch that it was his mother that named him? Did you did you see did you notice that if you know anything about Old Testament, if you know anything about the history, the mother didn't have the naming rights. The mother didn't have the ability to name. That's why whenever whenever uh, uh, Isaac. Or, or Jacob, whenever Jacob was had Benjamin, his mom, Benjamin's mom died in birth at that moment. Rachel died at giving birth to Benjamin, and she spoke the same kind of thing, called him something else that would have been a curse over his life, and it could have stuck with him. But Jacob knew, I'm the dad. I get to name. So what goes with him will not be what she said. It will be what I say. So Jacob named him Benjamin instead because the father had the naming rights. But here, so his mom named him Jabez. His mom cursed him. And his father wasn't there to defend him. Here, let me let me just throw this in, and this isn't in the notes, and I don't know why I wouldn't have put this in the notes. But but let me throw this in. Listen, some of you, some of you, the reason you don't have to live by the name the world called you is because they don't have the naming rights. Your heavenly Father has the naming rights in your life. You've been allowing somebody else who doesn't even have the right to speak over you speak that when they don't have the naming rights. It's the father. Your father has the naming rights. He has the ability. So you don't have to live by what they've called you. You get to live by what he's called you. And Jabez is, is here at this moment, and he's praying, God, bless me. And he's, he's saying, look, my mother has cursed me. My father didn't defend me. I've been destined to live by this, but, but I just know if you would come down to where I am, 
and you would just bless me, I know that it would change everything because your blessing is stronger than the curse. So, so choose your blessing. Choose your name. Choose your blessing. And then choose your size. I pick big. No, um, extra large. <laughs> Don't know why I did that. That's just not give y'all a last image to leave you with. Is um, <laughs> getting ready to choose your size. <laughs> choose your. Choose your size. I'm choosing smaller. That's what I need to choose. Choose your size. Jabez prayed, God, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. And enlarge my, my territory. What, what he's praying in this moment is he's saying, God, I don't want to settle for anything less than what you have for me. I want to be big enough to handle it all. He's not talking necessarily about stuff. We get locked in on stuff. We get locked in on just that who has the most stuff wins, and, and that's not, that's not stuff, it's not stuff he's talking about, he's talking about himself, I want to be big enough on the inside that I don't settle in my life for anything less than what you have for me, I want all the blessings to flow upon my life, if you're going to bless me, I want to be big enough to handle it all, so he's praying, God make me bigger really on the inside, in other words, he's saying, what I'm trying to get to you is, is think big, dream big, don't settle, choose your size, choose to be bigger so that God can bless you more, choose to be bigger so that God can do more through you, choose to be bigger, think big, dream big, I know, I know parents, listen, parents, 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 I, I know that you, you tell your kids that, 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 Go to school and get good grades. But, but in all these things that you're training them and teaching them, uh, still instilling them uh, to still dream, to be bigger, to don't settle in their life, to dream for everything that God has for them to do, to not settle in their life for anything. If you think small, it changes the blessings God can do in you. Small thinking, you know. I know you're, you're kind of looking like at me like you don't know if you agree with this, but small thinking will stop the blessings from falling on you. Small thinking will stop you. Small thinking will keep you from what God has for you in your life. Small thinking will do that. You don't believe me. Look at, at Numbers 13 when the 
children of Israel sent the spies over into the promised land and they come back. What was it that kept them from then going into the promised land and taking what God has said was already theirs? It was a thinking process within those spies because they came back and said, we are like grasshoppers in our own sight. They saw themselves small. And, and I understand because, because if you dream big, it puts hopes up there. And we don't want to see our, our kids' hopes dash, so we try and it's our job to kind of bring them down. I'm going to be president one day. Why don't you just settle for, I don't know about president. Break them all the way down. I'll be governor. Well, a little less. Mayor? Let's go lower. One day I'm going to work for the man. There we go. That's what I'm wanting to hear. Now we're there. I want to work for someone. Let's, we we want to push down to the level. I know you can do this. And that's where the small thinking comes from. I know I can do this, so I'll stay here. Small thinking people pray to a small God, believe for small things, see small results, because that's what small thinking does. You're really not praying to God for something. Uh, you're praying uh, that he will just make sure that you can do what you think you can do. I want to change my mindset. I want to change my thinking to a place that I want to believe in a big God for big things and see big results in my life because if God's not in it, it can never happen. I want to go to a place so big in my thinking that if I do it, if I accomplish it, I wonder if it ever happened. I want God to do something that I don't know if it can ever be accomplished because remember, I'm not living in my lifetime with Him. I'm living in my lifeline and I want to see it accomplished sometime, at least down the road, that it will be fulfilled because I'm thinking big. And Jabez is saying, look, look, God, enlarge my territory. Enlarge who I am. I want to be bigger for you. I want to be everything that I can be for you. Enlarge me in a way that I can fulfill everything that you have for me. Bless me. Change me. Do this in me, God, and enlarge me so I don't miss any of it. I don't want to settle in my life. I want our worship team to, to come back. He said, God, that you would bless me indeed. Would you enlarge my territory? So, so choose your man. You can be honorable or you can be painful, Jabez. Choose your blessing. 
choose your size and, and if let, let me give you one more and then you can stand with me and ride it and then stand or however you choose your response choose 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 your response once go, go ahead and come stand back up Jada has prayed, he said that I may not cause pain. Put, put that last verse up again. Bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, and again would be with me, that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain, because I know what's been spoken over my life that I will cause pain. that life that's what he's saying that I may not cause pain I know what was spoken over me I know what was prophesied over me but I don't want to I don't want that life and and I don't believe this listen I, I, I don't believe when Jabez is praying this that he's saying God I want this perfect life of any conflict in my life that's that's not that's not realistic but I do believe he's, he's saying this God you changed me I was painful you made me honorable you changed me and I don't want to go back to my old life want that again I don't want to I don't want to be known as someone that's painful I don't want to be that God I, I had a curse over my life and you removed it from me I don't I don't want to go back I, I want to live my life in a way because because listen Jabez is saying I know this to be true and I, I, I love this that hurt hurt people hurt people people will hurt people and God I was hurt and you changed me and I don't want to hurt people anymore because hurt people hurt people but you know what also is true bless people bless people bless people bless people Jabez saying, I'm different than I was, and I don't ever want to go back to my old life. And God ends it with this. I can do that for you. I can do that. 
people struggle with going back and forth from their old to their new to their old. And it's this struggle of this inner man is because they haven't got into this level and made the decision, I don't want to go back. I'm a new person. I'm not going back. The pain of my past is not my end. It does not define me. It is not who say I am, who I am. God says who I am. And God wants to grant some requests in this place this morning. Well, will you bow your heads with me? I don't know what your past was. I don't know what others have tried to define you as. What people have said. People have said you've been called stupid. Some people have named you off of your family. Some people have just defined who you would be. But God wants to define you as something else. Sometimes the hardest thing to get over is the past. The pains. But it doesn't have to define you. Jabez in his prayer said, God, you've done something new in me and I don't ever want to go back. Not that place. And God granted him his request. And he'll do the same for you this morning. Your past doesn't define you. Listen, if you're here and you say, I've struggled with this. You, you might have been a Christian for a long time. I'm not, I'm not saying you're not a Christian. I'm just saying this is your struggle, your past, what others have spoken, your past. And it haunts you, that curse. Today, God's ready to bless you that will break that curse over you. And if that's you, that's that's me right now. Come on, will you just slip up your hand? I want to pray for you. God, I want to change that. God's here to speak something different over you. There's, There's a hand. Come on. Come on, you're not the only one. There's another one. Another one. My past won't define me. There's another one. I'm tired of the curse that was spoken over me. There's, there's another one. Come on. Come on, just, just be honest. The, the names that they have called you stick out louder than the voice that God is speaking over you. There's another one. 
the things that they've said ring louder than what God has said. The curse. That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Somebody say, I'm tired of it. I don't want to go back. That's not who I am. That's not what they'll speak over me. That's not when future generations speak my name. It won't be that anymore. It's something else. It's what God's called me. has spoken in your life I don't know what your parents have said I don't know I don't know what it is but God's calling you something else Heavenly Father right now I pray that your voice would ring so loud in their ears that the blessing that you place over them today will break every curse that has ever been spoken over them. Every voice that has ever been said will ring loud no more. But instead it will be the voice of their father who has the naming rights over them uh, that will ring in their head. I'm not painful. I'm not this. I'm, I am honorable. I am who he says I am. I am a child of God. I am blessed. I will succeed. I will become everything he's called me to be. I will not settle because I serve a God who changes things. So God, right now, let your voice ring louder and your blessing flow louder, God, as you bless your people and break the curses over them today in Jesus' name. Come down to their level, God, and speak to them. Down at their level, whisper in their ears so clearly as you bless them, God. Now I want you to do something. Well, put that last verse back up, that, that, because that's the blessing, the prayer that Jabez prayed. And I want you to pray this over your life. I, I, I want you to do that right, right now. Right, pray that over your life. God, that you would bless me indeed. And enlarge my territory. I don't want to be small, God. I don't want to put you in a box because, God, you don't fit there. I serve a big God. So enlarge me, God. Let your hand be over me. Keep me from evil. And in this, speak whatever it is that's been cursed over you. Jabez said that I may not cause pain. Because that was the curse that was spoke over his life. 
but for you it might read something different. This is just you and God right now as you're praying. Maybe it's that I may not be an addict like my parents were. That I may not be a failure that everybody has said I would be. That I may not. Come on, what what is it? The curse. Come on, as we worship, keep that up. It's a familiar song, but we can get by with the words. Keep that up. And as we worship, will you sincerely pray that to God? And watch the end, because I believe this. Today, God will grant your request. Denounce the curse spoke over you in the house today. Come. 
Tell him. I just want you. 
Jesus family change. When you prayed that prayer, the curse was broken because God granted him his request. What what God did for you today, you might not see it today, but your family will see it later. You might not realize the difference that it made today, but future generations will look back and say, this is where it started in their life. There was all this in our family before, and then it stopped, and from then on, blessings, because God granted the request. That's what he's doing in this place. I want to, we're going to receive our time. It's still different. The buckets are there when you're leaving. You can drop them. They're at the back doors. Or if you're in the balcony, there's one right there for heaven. That you can can drop in. You can also give online. You can text, however it is. Y'all know how it goes now. But I want to bless bless you, and I want to proclaim over your life. And you you got to choose whether you receive it or not. But I want to proclaim it over you. As a tithing Christian, the blessings of our faithful and loving Heavenly Father. As a tither, you're not limited to the ups and downs of the economy of this world system because the scriptures declare that the blessings of Abraham are upon us and set us apart and make us to prosper in all situations, whether they're favorable or unfavorable. So as the heavens are open over this church and this congregation, I speak this blessing over you. I call forth jobs for the unemployed, meaningful jobs with good paying benefits, things that have been held up in the court, such as your inheritance, godly settlements and other legal matters be settled in Jesus name so you may have what is rightfully yours without any further delay those of you who are in your living as entrepreneurs or those who work in sales and commissions I speak that God's favor be upon you so that deals and opportunities to excel will come your way I call forth raises and bonuses to those who need them I speak that you find money unexpectedly and that unexpected checks come in the mail right out of nowhere as a gift from heaven just for you. I speak the word increase over you. I speak abundance to overtake you. Such abundance that you miraculously come out of debt. So that the stress of those debts release your minds and that God's peace will return to you quickly. I now release God's blessings to go forth for you and your family because this is your covenant blessing. I bless you in Jesus' holy name. And if you receive it, come on, we just say amen. 
take and give to you. Before we leave, though, I want to invite my beautiful wife as you give her a hand just because she deserves it. and Jenna they have served faithfully as youth pastors at this church for six years and they're stepping down as youth pastors which they they had knew let the teens know they're not stepping down from the church in fact Marcus is a board member at the church three years is what got voted in as so that he has to stay at least that long so they're not leaving but we want to honor them they were phenomenal and did a great job with our young people can you give them a hand and we just want to honor them for their services as our youth pastors I was thinking that we Our first time, Jenna was our kids counselor, and moving from Texas to here was a big transition for our kids. And she was our counselor, and we met her then. And then I posted an ad for a dresser for sale, and it was Jenna that came to to buy it. And we were standing in the driveway, and we were talking, and we started talking church. And then they came on a Sunday, and this friendship developed, and they're here. And you've had all three of my kids. And you mean the world to us. And um, on behalf of the church, we just want to thank you. We love you guys. We're so thankful for the service that you did. And um, we're so thankful that you're not leaving the church. <laughs> okay. Well, I grabbed a few tissues because I didn't think I could talk after that. So I won't talk about that. But we want to honor our graduates. We have um, four graduates this year. Um, I want to show you guys a video, and then we'll talk about them. Um, Let's 